podcast where I talk about whatever I like. In this episode, I am going to talk about something quite fun, actually, for me, at least, um, and that is needs. And hopefully a lot of this stuff will not be groundbreaking to you at all, but it has recently been quite groundbreaking to me. So I wanted to go into it in a bit more intentional detail, which is kind of, you know, one of my favourite things. Whoops, one of my favourite things to do in life. So let's do that, shall we? So basically, I've been kind of adapting this new perspective in life um, in terms of kind of my interactions with other people and how I react to things that people say and how I react to myself also. And I've been kind of focusing on what the core need is whenever I'm having an interaction with someone. And it's really been Woo, that is dark. <laughs> Let's not do that. Sorry. Sorry. Let me just mute this color a bit. Um just went in way too harshly there. Let's mix those together. Sorry. Kind of distracted. Um, yeah, I've been taking this. There we go, much better. Um, I've been taking this perspective on needs recently, and it's really been changing the way that I the way that I view people and the way that I view interactions and the way that I view myself. And I don't know how to explain this properly, um, but I have a kind of bunch of examples that I guess I could use um, that could potentially be helpful. So let's go into it. For example, um, let's say a kind of a common interaction that people have with one another is that whenever there is conflict or whenever there is dissatisfaction on one end, um, we can say statements like, oh, you're just never there, or you just don't want to talk to me, or you just don't want to be around me. And this is kind of a evaluation or a assumption of the reasons behind someone else's behavior. However, it does not take into account at all our own needs, which are in fact the reason we're having this argument to start with, because someone has unmet needs. And I think that we are just not being kind of taught enough, and we're not the, the thing that I wish we had, basically what I'm trying to say, if I would have scripted this better, the thing that I'm trying to say is that I wish that we were taught when we were younger, from when we were younger, continuing into adulthood, I wish, I wish that we were taught better to one, recognize and identify our needs and two, effectively communicate those to other people. I think these two are just core essential traits to have a happy, thriving, kind of drama-free, um, effective, just brilliant life that we're just never, ever, at least I have never, ever been taught. And only in the last few weeks, honestly, have I actually been taking this perspective of, wait, what are the needs here? And it's been genuinely life-changing. So um, yeah, wanted to share that with you. So what do I mean by needs being met? If we go back to my example of saying, hey, um, you know, you never talk to me, so you're not interested in me, or I feel like you don't like me anymore, for example. A very common situation in a relationship or a very common situation between friends um, going that I feel that you're not liking me anymore. Now, a better way to express this is to potentially, um, let's say I'm saying this, I'm saying this to someone, I'm saying, hey, um, I tell my friend, like, hey, you haven't been talking to me or you haven't been as responsive is what I've noticed. And then I go, hey, I just think that you don't like me anymore. I think you like me less or I think you're annoyed with me. Is something wrong? Um, now, this is a terrible way to kind of 
approach the situation because one, it will just push the person to go, even if they had an issue, go, no, things are fine because people usually don't like confrontation. Secondly, um, I've kind of very challenge them in a way. Um, And also I'm completely not aware of my needs here. And I haven't even made myself aware of my needs here, of my needs not being met. So basically another way to approach this would be for me to go, hey, um, you know, I wish that we would talk, talk more or, hey, I feel as though we've been talking less and that's been making me feel bad because I wish that we could talk more. I like talking to you. And that kind of puts forward in a polite way, our need for more interaction and then leaves the um, kind of decision for the other person to be made, if that makes sense. And it kind of takes it off them because it doesn't make any assumptions on their behavior or why they've done something. Um, And rather it just puts forward that, no, it's me. Um, You might be fine with this basically, but I'm the one who would like more of you. Is that okay? Is that something that you also want? And I feel like that just approaches the situation kind of a lot better. Um, And because in this case, and then in this case, we could actually delve even deeper into this because um, why would this be a very devastating thing? Um, And very often, if this is something that's a repeat behavior, or if it's something, especially in a romantic relationship, this makes things even harder because um, it's very difficult to kind of when you blow up over someone talking to you less or taking longer to answer texts or something like that. um, Very often the issue is not the rate of response, which can very easily be justified then by the other person saying, no, but I was busy. And then where do you go from that conversation? It becomes very difficult to kind of analyze that. Where do we go from there? Um, Rather, if we had a conversation around needs, which in that case would be the need to be acknowledged or the need to feel appreciated or the need to feel liked or the need to feel affection or the need to feel attention, um, then that's the need that we're actually wanting to satisfy and the need that we should potentially bring forward to the person. Um, So if we're saying, hey, I kind of basically have a need to be loved, that's not being fulfilled at the moment, or I have a need um, for your attention, which is not being fulfilled at the moment. I think that sounds a bit of a robotic thing to say. So I guess there is like a better way (laughs) to phrase that. And it's a very vulnerable position to be in, isn't it? Um, I think it's easier to say, oh, hey, why didn't you respond to that in time than to go and say to someone like, hey, I have a need for your affection that's not being met. But hopefully, I wish I could be in a kind of relationship with friends and people where it would be acceptable for me to say things that way, because then it becomes so much easier to kind of... um, both for the person to realize that one, you know, let's say that I'm not just, I'm just a bad texter. What are other ways I can get creative in fulfilling your need for um, kind of knowing that I care about you or fulfilling your need for um, interactions with me versus just texting at a certain amount of time or at a certain speed. And also on the other end, just gets that need gets that need met and also kind of puts it front and center for me to evaluate whether it's important for me, why it's important for me. Um, and potentially I can make changes too on um, whether I want to hold on to this need or whether there are other ways that I could fulfill it, etc. So that was the first way where I kind of realized that, okay, this is, this is, I'm onto something here because then I started extending it to other things. Um, I've been doing a bunch of sales calls for the part-time YouTube Academy, a very expensive product. And which is quite funny because I'm not a good salesperson. I'm the kind of person who my first instinct is to go, yeah, just don't spend your money on this stuff. Like, and I used to do the same thing when I was in Selfridges. Thank God we were not paid on commission because I'm the sort of person who goes, well, you know, actually you don't need this. Um, I think that's when I realized when 
even in selfridges already when people would express what they needed and then what we had my reaction was like this is not what you need this is way too expensive which tends to be the case very often in like high-end stores oh this is too expensive for that just go buy the cheaper version at xyz place so yeah terrible employee do not buy do not like hire me if you want me to sell stuff for you um however and the part-time YouTuber Academy, it then becomes kind of easier because these people want to buy the product already. So it then becomes an evaluation and an audit as to whether we're right for them. And it becomes so easy for me to just go, you know, what what are your needs? What do you need? And um, what do you need specifically? So it kind of puts the person also in the position of kind of evaluating this, which they've potentially not done before, um, of going, well, 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 wait, what support do I need? And what um, information do I need? And where do I need eyes? And what level of um, kind of uh, kind of help and what level of um, information do I require at this stage? And it's so funny, I think, to put others in this position because one, you're very much empowering them. And two, I realize how little people think of their needs in general. Um, we just let them be this vague thing that we want, but we don't really delve deep and analyze into, you know, w- what exactly do I need to plug here? What exactly is missing? And I think that's such an interesting question to um, to kind of probe and prob on because um, it's it leads to like very 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 deep very deep things. So I think asking when you're making a sale um, that's also a great space and obviously not applicable to a lot of us. But um, in general, when we're trying to when someone's more generally when someone's coming to us for help, which is kind of like a sale, when someone's asking for support on something, or if someone says, "Well, you know, I wish you would support me more," well, what do you need? That's such a good question. And then there it becomes obvious. But I think in general, when someone's saying that they lack something, um, if they don't haven't used the language um to kind of phrase it specifically, we can ask them. And um as in specifically what what your needs are. And that I think leads to a very, very fun kind of exploration. I did this a few um weeks ago with a friend of mine. Um I have a friend, she's very funny because <laughs> she um she uh, is convinced that she needs a husband. Um, this friend is very much single, but she's adamant on that what she needs is a husband. <laughs> Specifically, it's not a boyfriend, um, it's not a partner, it is a husband. Um, and I know she's semi-joking, so I, I don't take her too seriously when she says this, but she mentions it a lot. So one time, I, I definitely took her down this um, down this path of going, okay, um, explain to me what exactly you need. What, let's break it down. What exactly do you think that this husband will provide you with? And it kind of looks something along the lines of attention and companionship and friendship and cuddles and um, just a family and children and things like that. And I, and then I just took her down. And I'm a very weird friend. You're probably feeling very reassured that I'm not your friend at the moment because I took her down the path of going through all of these specific things and how she could meet these these needs without a husband. And that's not to say that I want her to be single. I really, really want her to be um, happy and have everything she wants. And um, I think she'd have a really, really cool wedding too. So I definitely want to go for very selfish reasons. So definitely the, the aim here was not to get her not to want to get married, of course. Um, but the aim here was to kind of, as an exercise for me, as I'm kind of thinking of this recently, and um, as a way, hopefully, to kind of broaden things up for her, was going, well, if you want companionship, that's kind of what we have, right? And you have so many friends that you have close friendships with. And if you want connection, like, do you feel unsatisfied in your current connections with people? And the answer was, well, well, well no, she she does have a lot of genuine connections with a lot of people already. And they're, they're extremely satisfying. Great. And then we talk about attention and does she need attention? Well, she could potentially get attention from very many different people without being married to them. Um, 
And then we were talking about having a family and having children and um, how potentially this can be done without getting married, how potentially this can be done without a partner, how potentially this can be done without even having children of your own. And um, kind of exploring like worst case scenario things in various different ways that kind of almost completely eliminated the need for a husband, but most importantly, kind of broadened it out um, as from this vague thing of, I don't have a husband, therefore I'm miserable, into going, well, actually, a lot of these needs, maybe not the children, because that's a difficult one, but maybe a lot of these needs, as in loneliness um, and companionship and um, kind of attention and um, the, the need to know that they are attractive and the need to know that um, the opposite gender is interested in them. And these sort of more core needs, I guess, can be met without a wedding um, and um, without these sorts of other things. So it kind of helped, I think, to um, broaden that out and to kind of realise that this vague underlying satisfa- dissatisfaction that one has with their life, um, that we tend to potentially put a name on it and go, oh, I have this because I'm missing X, Y, Z. Um, well, very often then when we can deep dive into the thing that we think we are missing, what we will find is that that's not a thing. That is a bunch of various different needs um, that are potentially not all fulfilled. And then we can kind of get creative in resolving them. If you need to cuddle, female friends are also great cuddles. Um, And yeah, (laughs) we can satisfy a lot of these um, in various different creative ways without um, being like endlessly dissatisfied with what we currently have. And that's not to say we shouldn't strive for the things we want. Hell yeah, (laughs) we go for it. Um, We try to get there. But in the meantime, I think it's quite helpful um, to not feel that we are missing out on quite a lot and that we have various many unmet needs. We can kind of negotiate halfway and in that halfway negotiation, we might find that other things fulfill our needs better or there's combinations of things that fulfill our needs better than what we thought would solve all of these problems. So yeah, not to dissuade anyone from having a husband, but um, there's various different things that you could do to get creative around solving your need for a husband that do not require finding one single person to do all that for you. So yeah. Um, so beyond <laughs> beyond that, um, I think it's also like more, I, I kind of like to apply this logic now to various different um, needs that I think I have throughout the day um, or throughout my life and or that I've had in the past that are just like lingering. Um, for example, when I think of, you know, having a need for an expensive holiday, um, having a need for, I don't usually get these needs for items but sometimes I think oh do I need um, a good bag or do I need a good coat or do I need a good dress or do I need an expensive item I kind of like to delve deeper into what is potential and be brutally honest with myself of what's the potential need there and these things usually do stem from insecurities of mine Um, I, I guess a lot of these are a need for Um, being seen a certain way, being perceived a certain way, or not being any more perceived a certain way, which I think is more common for me, is I want to break away from the way that I have been seen or um, treated throughout my life. And this, unfortunately, um, I think in in terms of my instincts, sometimes does drive my instincts in certain ways that are potentially not ideal. Um, I think I still have some some work to do there um, in terms of how um, wh- wh- where my instincts go. And so um, what I mean is if I think that I have a need for a a degree, um, I think I had the strong need to have a medical degree and finish my university. Well, what need am I really trying to fulfill there? 
Is it genuinely a need for me to have this information that's located in this books? Because technically I could do that by myself without having to go to university. Um, is it a genuine need for a piece of paper that's very difficult to justify because there are various many different pieces of paper that don't have a diploma? Okay, so it's the content of that piece of paper. Is it the way that I will be perceived in society? Is it a need for security in the future? Is it a need for social status? Is it a need for being taken seriously finally in my life? Um, what is the need that I'm trying to fulfill by this thing that I want? Um, because it really then kind of helps me break break things down. And for medicine, this tends to be a very unpleasant exercise for me because it very quickly leads me to the point where I go, well, I I don't have a genuine need for this because if I wanted to help people, um, there's various many ways that I could do this. If I wanted to learn things, there's various many ways that I could do this um, while fulfilling other needs of mine, like need for freedom and need for variation and need for sleeping in late and need for having a family. Um, and all of these things tend to be fulfilled by things that are outside of medicine. So as a word of warning, a lot of this need exercise might lead you to places where um, you realise that things that you thought you wanted actually are covering more toxic needs or needs that you want to get rid of. Um, because while I do want to grow my need for happiness and I want to grow my need for affection and my need for love um, and my need for significant people and meaningful relationships in my life, I don't particularly want to grow my need for um, plugging my insecurities and my need for um, other things that I wish I could just basically get over already and not have linger in my psyche. So that tends to be kind of an um, an interesting exercise. And I guess like by doing this, it's almost like a, you know, Maslow's hierarchy of needs where um, you think you need a Gucci bag, but what you actually need is love <laughs> and, um, or you need status and you need status because you don't have love and you're insecure, potentially things like that. That's not to say that everyone who wants a Gucci bag is insecure. They're nice. They're really pretty. I want one potentially. Um, so nothing against Gucci bags, honestly. Um, but in general, I think that if we delve deeper and deeper into the various things that we need, I think we might get to a place of, it just made me think of like the whole Maslow's hierarchy of needs. Is it real? Or is it just like an unexamined, superficial kind of exercise? Because if we go deep enough into the things that are the, at the top of the hierarchy, they just take us right back to the bottom. Um, if you analyse your need for anything that's like free time and um, all this this stuff, doesn't it take you right back to freedom? Doesn't it take you right back to love? Isn't that where most of these needs will will take us eventually? So I think there's a part of me that thinks that Maslow's hierarchy of needs is a myth um, and things at the top of the pyramid are just unexamined things that are actually at the bottom um, or they're superficial representations or they're media representations or they're um, kind of unexamined representations of actually more legitimate needs at the bottom of the triangle. So that's just something for me to think about because I don't have the Maslow's triangle. Like I, I remember it as a concept, but I haven't seen it in very many years. So I don't remember specifically what's on it, but I remember there was like food and freedom and um, health at the bottom. And then as you go higher and higher, it's like, oh, friendships and connection and things like that. Um, so I think a need for freedom and a need for love and a need for connection that might be at the bottom might be underlining, I guess. Um, my theory would be a lot of needs that we express otherwise with um, bags and cars and university degrees and attractive partners and um, various different kind of substitutes for 
love and joy and freedom and happiness. And it kind of then leads to the question that, well, how far do we want to go? Because the more we analyze our needs, the more they disappear. I think um, the more I think about the things that I think that I must have and think that I must want, the more I realize that I don't and I find the way I am. And I wonder when do you stop? Because with anything, you can take it too far, right? Um, and you can definitely take anything way too far. And as I do this exercise, there's a part of me that goes, well, you know, you just need basic living costs and you don't need to do medicine and you, you don't need to have these things. You're, you're, you're fine the way you are. And then I wonder if that is then the healthiest way to live. Like, I don't think I would be a monk. Um, I don't, I don't think I could. Um, I don't think I'm that enlightened. Um, but the, 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 the tendencies and somewhere along that spectrum, I definitely tend to go more towards the monk end of the spectrum, the more I analyze my needs. And I wonder then if that's, is that ideal? <laughs> um, is that the, is that the best place to be? Is that where we want to go? Um, or, or should we not overthink things as much? I think, I guess the answer is a combination of both. Um, I mean, to function in society and to have friends, a lot of our friends will be just as unenlightened as we are or were. And I think um, there's amazing connections that you can have with them. And unless you actually, actually want to move to a monastery and kind of take this thing seriously to function in society, I think you need to be, um, you need to, well, need, you don't need that you, you can and you might um, find yourself in situations that require of you um, to function properly and you need to kind of abide by these. Oh, I can't use the word need, can I? Uh, you are abiding by these rules or these rules make things easier to, to live, to live by. And yeah, um, in that sense, I think there's a line to draw. And I think where I draw the line is that in terms of communication, focusing on needs is super, super healthy. I think that should I find the confidence and when I can find the confidence, I lean more into my needs and conversations rather than drawing assumptions on why people are doing things or what I want them to do. Um, it's not what I want them to do or why they haven't done something is what I need and can they fulfill or can they not fulfill that need, which is then very help healthy because if someone realizes I don't want to do that and I, I don't think I can do that, then you realize that that person cannot fulfill your need and you're in kind of a wrong kind of relationship with them. And then you can end that and move on happily um, rather than get stuck in the cycle where you're negotiating needs that um, you're thinking you're negotiating on needs that you don't want to actually change and you don't want to improve on. And then you're just stuck in this vicious cycle of kind of hiding or not showing properly or not expressing properly um, needs that are just essentially never met and yeah and potentially not being too happy so yeah that was my um that was my spiel on needs today a bit of a chaotic one um I'm wondering how these details look on this girl today I think it's a I think this painting is slightly coming together a lot faster than I thought it would and I'm running into this weird situation where I kind of want to finish the painting, but my coherence in my speech is rapidly kind of deteriorating. So I'm realizing I want to finish the painting, but these podcasts are think I think are getting worse and worse. So I think that's an interesting, interesting position to be in. Anyways, um, if you made it so far, thank you so much for spending this time with me. Um, I do genuinely recommend, please like focus on needs. It's, it's so good. Just try to identify them a bit more and let's kind of do that work that was not done with us in terms of 
figuring out what our needs are and how to express them better and more kindly. And yeah, I think that would be an ideal state of being and a way to grow, a direction to grow in that would add a lot to all of our lives. But yeah, if you made it so far, thank you so much for spending this time with me. I hope you have a wonderful rest of your day. Be kind to yourself and others and don't believe everything you think. Thanks. Bye.